Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. Thanks for joining us this week. We're going to be talking about the uh, episode three of season two of Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, thanks for joining us, everybody. What's going on? They're not going to respond to you right now. Well, I was hoping you might act as the audience. I don't know. Oh, okay, okay. How's I'm the audience do doing, Jeff? I'm going to do it real, uh, real good this time. Hold on. We're doing really good, Matt. How are you doing? Why are you making the audience sound like a, like Cartman's pretending to be a child? Uh, it's like a combination. What, what do you mean pretending to be a child? He is a child. That's beside the point. Um, it's, it's, it's constructive sound waves to push it into a higher frequency. That's what all of their voices do. Okay. I just I science that, you. That doesn't happen. It doesn't. Nope. I, I was going to... I just I scienced like, you the wrong way. I, I TV like, scienced you. You, you scienced me <laughs> in, in, to say something that doesn't matter at yeah, all. Yeah, like, it, like uh, That TV. doesn't happen. I'm a, I am have a music technology degree. Like, I, I know a lot about sound waves. I know. You can't do that to me. I know, but, like, but here's the thing. I TV scienced you. <laughs> okay. Fine. <laughs> you podcast scienced me. Even no, more, no, no, it's, no, no. It's even worse. It's even worse. <laughs> podcast science is even lower than TV science. Dude, podcast science is just backwards. It's not even incorrect. Yep. It's just it, the opposite thing. If anyone happens. wants to know, we have a science segment on our Pursuit of the Trivial podcast every week, and it's <laughs> awful. It's just <laughs> god awful. Uh, so, I love it when you say that parts of your other podcast are awful. Like, <laughs> makes me feel not so bad about not listening. Oh yeah, no, to no, it. no, no. Like both podcasts are bad. Don't worry. Oh man, it's not just this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. See, I was saying that I wasn't listening, and I don't feel bad about it now. But now you've just you've offended me, sir. <laughs> the gauntlet is thrown. Well, let's let's just jump on into news because uh, we 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 don't want to banter and meander too long. I like meandering. I do too. And bantering. I do too. I, li I like a good meander. <laughs> I'm a fan. Here's a news segment. Everyone on TV is far too pretty. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Uh, I'm that's hoping not news though. I'm, I, I, you know, it's it's something to talk about. I'm actually that's actually just a. I'm kind of hopeful that Netflix the Netflix show won't be that way. <laughs> just because. <laughs> Uh, have you seen Orange is the New Black? Yeah, I love that show. They don't uh, over-pretty everyone. Yeah, there's some not-so-pretty people in there. Have you seen... And I like it. I like what's it. Her name? It just makes Rosa? it feel real. And even the really pretty people, they kind of ugly them up a little bit. <laughs> and uh, on network TV, it's like they have to make everyone pretty just to like get you to stop and like watch it. Like, oh, there's an attractive person, and I have, you know, I'm dumb, so I'm going to stop on this channel. Uh, that doesn't, you know... Yeah. I'd, I'd rather see compelling stories about people that seem realistic, you know? And so I'm hopeful, even though the ABC show, The Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., is very much the same way. Every character is incredibly attractive. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. Like, most people that fit the IQ level of, of Gemma Simmons are not as attractive as she is. Yeah, I mean, even Fitz. Fitz is real cute. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Want to get a piece of that Leo. Uh, I mean, yeah. Fitz is the nerdy one on the show. He's the unattractive, probably the most unattractive. And he's he's still a very attractive he guy. He still looks better than I do. <laughs> why don't they have a why don't they have a chubby uh They do. His name's Keenig. That's true, but he's famous already. And he's a comedian. I have a theory. Uh at least in network television, you can't be taken seriously as anything but a comedian or like uh basically can't be taken seriously. A comedian or a cop. Those are the only two things you can be fat. And be in television. That's fair. 
Can you think of any examples of not? I'm really trying. There's very few. And the fact that a few of them might come to mind is like, they're the exceptions that prove the rule. You're like, I found one. And you're like, exactly. You found one. <laughs> uh, like, well, what about like, like television dads? I mean, normally they're, they're all, they're all comedy. I mean, mostly. Ah, that's fair. Yeah. They're mostly just comedy relief. They're either comedy relief or they're cops. That's, that's all you can be as a Damn fat it. guy on television. Damn it. Well, it doesn't help that like most network television is comedy. Well, yeah, but I, mean, I would I would even say without that caveat, like that most most dramas just don't have fat people in them. Yeah, it's <laughs> just like this is a serious <laughs> drama. We can't have being people being distracted by those few extra pounds. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get to some Marvel news. I can't take you seriously unless you have that perfect bod. So uh, apparently we've lost Joaquin Phoenix as Doctor Strange. I don't know that we've really lost anything, but <laughs> he's no longer in talks to be Doctor Strange. Yeah, and um, nothing, no, no uh, agreement was reached at all. And now, now after he's out, every other person in the world is being rumored to be Doctor Strange. <laughs> like you and me are like probably the only two people not on that list. Why? Why Marvel? <laughs> I've I'd written be real you. Good. I've written you so many letters. <laughs> I really think I'd be I a great Doctor Strange. At one point, <laughs> I'll gray my hair out. I'll spike it up, and you know, with the wings <laughs> a little bit. I can do my hands like this <laughs> and make the, the bolts of Balthok or whatever. I can make magic. I I I play magic. Does that count? <laughs> no, That's, that definitely doesn't. Why count. does that not count? <laughs> There's magic in there. <laughs> Ethan Hawke was rumored at one point, and he was like, I'm not doing it, but I'll, I'm up for it. That's cool. He's like, no one talked to me yet. <laughs> but but uh, I'll do it. But yeah. <laughs> it's um, kind of that fan casting kind of thing, like with Vin Diesel. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe. I don't know if he's a fan or not. No, no, no. I mean, like, uh, everybody kind of called out for him to Oh, be, right, uh, right, right. Everyone calls out for someone, the, fa the fan sourcing the casting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like crowdfunding, but, you know. Yeah. Not at all like that. Anyway, so Martin Donovan <laughs> has been cast in a mysterious mystery role shrouded in mystery <laughs> and, and uncertainty. And covered in secret sauce. <laughs> for, uh, for the Ant-Man movie coming up. And um, I don't know anything about Martin Donovan, so this is all you. Me either, really. Like, he was... Apparently, he was in 14 episodes of Weeds. Oh, really? Yeah. No, I watched all of that. I probably know who he is then. <laughs> um, I don't remember the character name. Oh, well. As soon as I talk about it, it's I gone. I probably won't remember the character head. name either. But It'd have to be, like, the guy she slept with in this place. And I'd, uh... <laughs> I'd probably know because she got uh, it was she got around. Two thousand six got around. If that, that helps show. at all, nah, I, I marathoned to the whole thing. I don't all know. right, that's fair. But um, the, I'm excited about the other piece of casting news. Tim Tim Decay Tim Decay uh, joining Shield as Ward's brother. Um, uh, he's he's the, he's the main character on White Collar, which I um I don't I haven't watched a lot of, but I watched enough of it to know that that seems like perfect casting for really? Ward's brother. Yeah. I mean, oh, really? he's gonna be a senator, so. Oh yeah, that too. Like that, the, the <laughs> whole like he just plays that rich boy, um, swag. <laughs> Is he a pretty person? He's a pretty pretty. Then he's person. gonna fit right in. Yep. <laughs> We're mad at you, Agent <laughs> Shield. You better put some ugly people in Daredevil. 
if if uh that's what's if, gonna be so gritty about it is that there's ugly people if, yeah right <laughs> it's just way grittier it's like there's no violence or language what are you talking about look how ugly kingpin is <laughs> look at him it. well damn it they better make kingpin ugly he, no, he is you. he's uh uh vincent d'onofrio d'onofrio however you Whatever what emphasis you want to do, I know I'm I'm, I'm dumb. dumb he but was he was in Alfredo? he was in Men in Black. He was um, the alien Edgar Edgar. Oh. He was Edgar in Men in Black. He was real ugly in he, Men in Black. He was so ugly. <laughs> I'm so excited about that. But no, like he was in uh, he was in uh, God. What was it? It wasn't CSI. It was um, uh, one of those. It was Law and Order. Law and Order. SVU. No, Criminal Intent. It was Law and Order. Criminal Intent. He was a cop, and that's why it's okay. Okay, see there you go. That's so, you, so he's not just ugly; he's fat. He's fat too. I uh, I wouldn't call him fat. He's gonna be okay. I'm saying he's a cop. Kingpin's thing. a big dude, but like he was a cop. If you're ugly, so if you're ugly okay on TV, you're not ugly. a you're not necessarily funny. You're uh, if you're ugly on TV, you're like a pedophile. <laughs> no, he was a whole different like, thing. He's not creepy looking. He's just. He was he was as Edgar. He was kind of that well. Ed- that was makeup. Yeah, that Edgar suit, man. <laughs> And then he took it off, and his face got all Ooh. weird. Yeah, that right was that end. was weird. Anyway, so pretty much everything else we have is rumors. Uh, but I, I'd love to kind of chat about some of these rumors. I really enjoyed the the article this week about. Uh, so there's there's an article going around mm-hmm. um, saying that uh, Robert Downey Jr. has agreed to do Iron Man four if Mel Gibson directs it, <laughs> which is technically true. <laughs> it's technically true. He did say that. But it, he didn't come out and say that. It was very much boxed in by the reporter. The reporter was like, um, yeah, well... It was the reporting where they kind of forced him to say that. He but, for, but but the thing is, like, I find it kind of interesting, though, just because... I mean, obviously, uh, I, uh, everybody knows Mel Gibson's had his uh, problems these past few years <laughs> uh, with, like, coming out that he's kind of racist or... Kind of? Whatever. I mean, I you know, I don't know the guy. I just know he said a few things. At least one or two. Yeah. He killed Jesus. <laughs> well, I don't know. That old Passion of the Christ thing. <laughs> he did kill Jesus. Do you know that was actually his hands that nailed the nails in the cross? Was it? Yeah. That's the only place he appears in the film. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. I it's, hope you're lying to me right now. I'm not. Because that would be great. I'm not lying to you. Like, I, I Apparently, find that hilarious. Oh, I don't find it hilarious. It was honestly like, it's actually kind of a sweet sentiment. Not sweet in the... I don't know. It's him saying that like his sins are what killed Christ, and he's no. and he wanted to. Uh, no, it's that's the one that. place he wanted to put his put his put himself in the movie. Okay, I found it good. Sure. Um, <laughs> but uh, I like how I'm all like, yeah, this is great. No, 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 <laughs> just complete 180. No, nope. pretty great. That was that was pretty good. Uh, more rumors. He's, he's he's done some great directing, so that's uh, yeah. I'm, I I, I honestly not, would not mind. I'll not argue directed. his talent. I would I would I would not mind. And 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 uh, what what Robert Downey says in the interview is that he's um, basically he had a lot of problems. And I don't know if you know this. Uh, did you read the interview? I don't think I did. I think um, I found the article and saved it, and then <laughs> had a day job. <laughs> well, uh, apparently, when Robert Downey Jr. was going through all his alcoholism and rehab and everything. Oh, yeah. No studio would hire him because of insurance reasons. No no insurance company would insure 
a movie for Robert Downey Jr. to be in it because they <laughs> thought he would, you know, collapse, which he had in the past and ruin films. Um, oh, great. Or, like, you know, just falling apart and not been able to finish the film or whatever. Right. Um, because of his drug use or... I, I don't really know the details of Robert Downey Jr. stuff, but when Robert Downey Jr. had gotten clean and decided to come back into the industry and try to work again, uh, Mel Gibson put up the money to allow him to... to, to insure him, to allow him to get back into the industry. He's such a swell guy. <laughs> like, that's the thing. <laughs> it's like, Robert Downey Jr., he he. We probably wouldn't have a Robert Robert Downey Jr. makes the case that we probably would not have a Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man or anything if it weren't for Mel Gibson putting that hand out to him, and so Robert Downey Jr. feels personally ingratiated to Mel Gibson, which is why he said he would be willing. Like if they do Mel Gibson, I yeah I'd do it. That's why the that's where the interview goes. Huh. So that's why. So like it's not like uh, he just says. I love Mel Gibson's talent. He says, Mel Gibson is a personal friend who saved saved my butt when I was in need, and now he's kind of in the same situation, and I would reach that hand out to him. Well, see, that could also be kind of misconstrued to be like, oh, yeah? Well, I'll do it when they get, oh, who's the least likely? Mel Gibson to yeah. direct it. It's yeah, like, no, no. That's the thing. That's why I wanted to explain. <sighs> it wasn't that at all. It yeah. was him actually saying this is my friend and if it would allow him to work in the industry again and and give someone someone to give him a chance at a big movie again yeah after his problems because i've had my problems and he gave me that chance right that i would do it and that, that was i thought that was pretty cool pretty yeah. cool of Downey jr to try to return the favor even no matter what you think of mel gibson oh yeah i mean he's always been from what i've seen he's always been a real down-to-earth guy like people got problems and he understands that yeah he and, does <laughs> He's had his fair share. Like, let's let's just give somebody a helping hand and get him back into it. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess um, more with the uh, with the rumor mill. Um, I guess we'll stick with uh, with RDJ on this one. Um, Avengers three has been rumored like it's all over the place that it's either going to be the last showing of our current Avengers team and. It'll kind of be like their handoff, like handing the torch to the next guys, and it'll be like an Iron Man, RDJ-led team in that that's being showcased in Avengers Three, that's featuring like all of the newer Marvel characters that are coming out, like you know uh, Ant Man and Doctor Strange, and most likely Black Panther and Miss um, Marvel. Miss Marvel. Um, that's just been, I mean, it's been rumored, and it seems like they could set it up like that. Obviously, we all hope that Chris Evans and Hemsworth and Mark Ruffalo and RDJ stay on forever and never do anything else <laughs> just and just continue making, getting money off Keep of making this. Marvel content. Yeah, no, I, I, do, I do hope that they stick around, and I hope, at least in some role. I mean, you make five Thor movies, I don't know that I'm going to, like need another Thor movie, but I'd love him to still be existing in the universe, you know? Yeah. Um, Come back for, like, the Avengers every few yeah, years. Yeah, every few years. Or even just drop into the Avengers or drop into something to, you know, it would just be fun to have those characters not burn those bridges and have them leave in a huff, but just be like, hey, it was really good. Let's come bring you back in 10 years when we've got Avengers 7 and, right. we, you know, <laughs> we, you drop in for something. And it's going to be the biggest event ever and all of the universe is going to have to come together. Yeah. And so, so I, th- I think I, th- I don't want to see them burn bridges, but I think it is smart of them to showcase different characters. I mean, they're already in this movie in Avengers two, going to bring in two new talents. Uh, we got Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver coming in. Then there's also the Vision coming in. Oh, that's right, as well. So there's so, three th- three new heroes that we could consider Avengers. Yeah, um, I mean they've been Avengers, you know, 
for a while. So, so that's uh, that's interesting, um, and and so I, I assume they're going to do the same thing. And yeah, by then they will have obviously the Guardians of the Galaxy, and Ant Man, and mm-hmm. Doctor Strange, mm-hmm. and so it would make sense. You don't. It'd be really hard to make a movie with all like twenty of these heroes. So. It would yeah. be it, it probably an Avengers three wouldn't want they wouldn't want to do they all might, of them they, they wanted they'd want to narrow them down they might also I mean they would also have at that point um, Iron Fist and Luke Cage and True. Daredevil and we don't know and we Jessica don't Jones. well again we don't know what time period those are going to happen in yeah we also don't know what we don't know if they're going to cross over which another another rumor if we just want to jump to this one um, another thing that apparently has been talked about. It was reported that Mockingbird, who is about to start on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., yep. um, has been discussed about the, her joining event. It has been discussed, the idea of her joining the Avengers, uh, since she is, in the comic books, Hawkeye's wife. Yeah. Well, I mean, I read that article, and it seems like she just basically says, like, it's been talked about, and I'm really excited for it, because that is a possibility because all of these are connected and this is in that universe and you mm-hmm. know all of their stuff comes down to here like it is a possibility <clears throat> to move up to that and that's that would be a really exciting thing and like I'm excited for it yeah that's a really cool idea yeah yeah, yeah just the idea of the smaller screen stuff being put on the big screen it's tough because you marvel so far has done an amazing job of making every individual movie accessible yep while making it valuable fan service valuable like moments of fan service um and something like that with mockingbird if you if they move mockingbird from the show to the movies it's almost like it's almost like all those people who are just watching the movies might be missing something you know yeah um, which which I, I don't know how apparent that would be or if they uh, they did an amazing job of writing it in so far with um with 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 everything they've done where you can watch just the Captain America movies and be happy or you can watch just the Thor movies and be happy or you can just watch you know and just, they've done a really good job of that so far and I don't know it's where it's that... great it's great that they've left it interconnected but also separate yeah it's i mean that's and that's how that's how comics are you know yeah yeah and that's that's fair it's kind of like they're just not necessarily mirroring what the comics are doing, but like they're following that formula and and getting good filmmakers and good um, people in the industry to do what they do and do it well. Mm-hmm. It's great that they're doing that. And I don't know how they would do that for, for or do the, the whole like transition from small screen to big screen without leaving a couple of people behind or leaving a couple of people out of that of the, out of the loop. But do you think that maybe Marvel at this point is just kind of like, you know what? If you don't watch our stuff, that's on you. No, I don't think that at all. You don't? Definitely not. I ah. think they want... I because Are they too big to fail? No, I think in Avengers, like Avengers needs to have a standalone potential because it's going to be the biggest movie. And more people are going to see Avengers than see any of the other movies. So there's going to be people watching Avengers that haven't seen little bits and pieces of pieces of their universe and they don't want to alienate those people. They don't want like hundreds of thousands of people that go see Avengers two to be like, Oh, I'm not seeing Avengers three. I didn't get half of that. You know, they want to be able to maintain the audiences for all these movies. It's such a delicate tight wire to try to walk. Um, 
but they they they've done it well so far. Oh, the other RDJ uh thing you 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 told me about uh was 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 apparently reported was he he said that he um he has uh said that he'd be willing to make it to our to come on Agents of Shield yeah, as a guest star. Yeah, to make a guest star appearance. And like that was that was on a Reddit uh ask me anything session a little AMA that he yeah. had and like somebody had asked him specifically about you know, will you or is there a chance that you'll guest star on Agents of Shield? And he said, "Yeah, probably. It's possible. I'd like to. I love Clark Gregg and all of his stuff. They're doing a great job over there. There's a lot of red tape that we'd have to go through." And then later on in the AMA session, somebody asked him kind of a more broad scope kind of question of what show would you like to make a uh, or what television show would you like to make a guest appearance on? And he just flat out says Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's it's kind of nitpicking and, and might be reading too much into it. But when he said it, like when he put that answer in, it was like completely spelled out correctly. Like Agents of S. period H. period. Like <laughs> he, he took time to make sure that it was spelled correctly. And well, he done knows right. how to spell S.H.I.E.L.D. He's been reading it in his, uh, I know that. In his scripts for almost <laughs> however many that. years <laughs> i get that but like most people when they type agents of shield like they might put shield in all caps but nobody puts periods between everything i've been putting periods every time you know what Good on, on our that. on our on our blog it's spelled right every time all right then. that's probably wrong i probably invert the i and the e occasionally <laughs> <laughs> i before e except after c yeah but sometimes that doesn't work as in weird and some weird words no, uh, like weird is you yeah, know, no, I know <laughs> those weird ones. Um, anyway, uh, so so I think that's like that's awesome of RDJ. Way. Yeah. Um, the last rumor we wanted to talk about was this new rumor that's popping up. Really, today it's been circulating a lot. I've heard this rumor in the past. We've even discussed it on the cast, but apparently it's been circulating a lot that um, there might be some sort of talks in the back rooms to get the Spider-Man franchise uh, back under the Marvel studio's wing i I've, I've read that and i don't know that it's getting it back so much as just doing kind of a uh a, a team up event yeah that's true just not I've, i have noticed I in the way in the back. way they talked about it in the way they talked about it um it sounded a little more like it might just be a team up event yeah i don't see that marvel would get much out of that I want it back. I, I want it to come back to Marvel. Oh, I want it to come back to Marvel, too, because Fox is not doing that great a job with it. And not they, great. They really need to give up on Fantastic Four. Yeah. Like, just let <laughs> it go, man. Yeah. Just let it go. But the, oh, the the possibility of Spider-Man joining the MCU, like, even for a little bit, See, just for him to come in. I would in, be worried. Here's my problem. As a continuity freak... Um, which I am, and I've talked about that on the cast. One of the major reasons I love this show, or not this show, but this this universe, is because it's so interconnected, and they do such a good job of making sure all their you know T's are crossed and I's are dotted as the continuity. So far, yeah. Um, there's no like big glaring holes. Um, that's why I loved Star Trek growing up. That's why I like I, I really like tight continuity. Um, I like watching something and being able to like, um. <laughs> Sweet, hot, tight continuity. <laughs> well, I mean, um, like, in previous episodes, you've said you like deep continuity, so you <laughs> like it tight and deep, and I just can't handle that. I'm t- far too childish for that to, like, for that tight, to just slide by. I like by. tight, deep, wet <laughs> continuity. 
Um, so the problem with bringing Spider-Man in, okay, so uh, yeah, say okay. they right. sell the rights to Marvel to do Spider-Man again, uh-huh. but they try to maintain the rights to do Marvel, uh, Spider-Man themselves, they're going to have to deal with these like, okay, so say you, Spider-Man comes over to our universe, that legitimizes the Sony universe, that Sony universe is now a part of the Marvel Universe. Yeah. Everything they do, everything they've done, and everything they're going to do is now existing within the same universe as our Marvel characters. And we don't know what Sony's going to do. They could really go off the rails with the Sinister Six and this... I, 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 the Venom Drew, Carnage thing. Drew Goddard, um, who, is, who, is, who is heading up the Sinister Six, I trust him. I think he's going to do great. Yeah. I really hope those movies are wonderful. But... I don't trust Sony. They have not proven themselves yet. I liked their first couple. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was it was early in the in the in this like uh, comic book movie revolution that has happened. It was early in that, but those those early Spider Man movies with um, the Toby, dude Tobey Maguire. Thanks. With Tobey Maguire, <laughs> were uh, were not bad, and, I, and for what they were the for the time, two. first two, the were first not two bad. were not bad. The third. Was the third was an abomination bad. unto the Lord. Was pretty bad. It needed to be smited. It was pretty bad. Um, Although I will say there is one consolation I will give it: the um, the final fight scene in the third Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire was good. The final fight scene was incredible with him like riding on the board that that Harry was riding around on, like the two of them working together like that. Yeah, that was an incredible fight scene. Yeah. But that does not save the rest of the movie. No. Um, I will say, unlike most people, I did not hate. And, and, and I will say it was an abomination for a Spider-Man scene. Total abomination. Oh, the dance scene? But his, like, emo dance scene <laughs> was so funny. I thought it was funny. It did not fit. No, it doesn't it fit. It was horrible. The whole movie has a tone problem. And I think it's Sam Raimi... Uh, not knowing what he wants to do. Who? Who? Huh? Not knowing what he wants. No, to No, I think him doing things he wants to do, even though they don't fit. Because yeah. some of the tonal problems in that movie, that dance sequence with uh, Tobey Maguire dying his hair and being real weird uh, <laughs> was <laughs> just being weird. I haven't. I've only seen that movie once, and I need to go back and watch it again because it's no, been years. No, you don't. I think I do. Now that we're talking about it, I just oh, want. I, even if I only want to watch those scene, that scene again. Should we um, have like a, a special like random episode where we're talking about bad other movies based on Marvel things? Or we could just have like a after a, a couple episodes where we. Like some of these off weeks we have coming, ne- you know, in a year, um, we, <laughs> yeah. we, might, we might do yeah. an episode where we like watch that movie and talk about it, like just one movie and just have a ser- have a conversation about it. Well, we were gonna go back and watch like the other movies, the the good yeah. ones, the Marvel ones, maybe <laughs> the MCU. The, ones. Watching the bad ones might be more entertaining. Yeah, it might. It might be better. <laughs> It might be better if we do like a rolling commentary on it. Yeah, we could do a commentary. That'd be fun. It would be. It'd be fun. Do some anyway. mystery science theater action. Oh, God. Yes. Um, yeah. We need a third person to be Crow, though. <laughs> I'm clearly Tom Servo. Crow. Crow. Um, 
Anyway, so <laughs> so what do you think? What what are your thoughts on the Spider-Man coming into the Marvel universe? Uh, it's a it's a very neat concept, and I'm I'm excited that they would do that. But I don't know about the Amazing Spider-Man two and the 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 first one was good. I liked the first one a whole lot. I just don't think that the second one really nailed it the way that the first one did. Just there was <laughs> they were trying to put too much in there. There was that problem that uh, that uh, Spider Man three had with you know the Tobey Maguire had like there were too many villains like there was a whole lot going on. Yeah, there was a whole bunch that was trying to happen all at once, and none of it really made much sense. Mm. Like where did <sighs> Paul Giamatti wasted? Completely wasted asset in that movie. I actually didn't even remember he was in it. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. And I love Paul Giamatti. Yes. And I honestly He's don't remember. He's such him a good me. actor. He was he was uh, the the like drunken eighteen uh, wheeler uh, driver, the the drunken truck driver that came back at the end and was Rhino. Oh, was that Paul Giamatti? That was Paul Giamatti. I honestly didn't notice. Yeah. Yeah, I do. It was him. Or don't I remember. Like, I must have noticed at the time because I know and love Paul Giamatti. Wow. Yeah, it, completely wasted asset. That resource. Well, just spent. I will say, I will say, you're, you're you're saying two things that are kind of at cross purposes. You're saying that they did too much, and then you're saying they did too little with an asset. I think I will say this. I think maybe they brought that asset in to introduce him, and that's all they wanted to do in this movie. And if that's a choice they made, that's okay. If they want to then put him in the Sinister Six movie and really use him the way they should be using him, then that's that's just a then they were, then we would look back at that as like, oh, they were just introducing Rhino so that they can use him later. If they did that, they shouldn't have ended it with him fighting Spider Man. Oh no, I think that was perfect for for no. for saying he's still in the universe, he's still existing, he's still this is him now. Wait till Sinister Six to see what he what he's going to be doing. No, like if. We're gonna be having a lot of these conversations if we do decide that uh, if they decide to bring that those movies back into the, God, <laughs> into the I canon, I will say Spider Man Two. Um, I didn't love Spider Man Amazing Spider Man One or Two, but uh, both of them are better than Hulk, and probably yeah. for me better than Thor One. Um, th- those are those are my two weakest. My two, for me, those are the weakest Marvel Studios movies, and I think both of those, uh, these Spider-Man movies are probably better than those. So if we could, if we had brought them in, I don't think it would be like a huge quality drop, like, but I just don't want to, if we bring them in, my point is, if they bring them in, they need to be, all of the Sony movies need to be under Kevin Feige's direction from now on. Yeah, they need to be under his watchful gaze. Yeah, I don't think that if they brought them over... I don't want to see them tie in and then separate to go do their own things because it's going to be they're going to be doing shitty stuff that's going to be ruining my universe. <laughs> don't you call that my universe? You get out. You get yeah. out of my yard. If they, if they if they don't do something to protect the Marvel Cinematic Universe brand, yeah, and they just let Spider Man pop in, it's going to bother me endlessly. And I and I say that as a Mar- as a big fan of Marvel Studios that it would. It would really hurt the universe for me um, if those if those movies don't continue to be good. You know, so far they've done a really great job of quality control, and I don't want to see them do some sort of like half-ass tie-in. Yeah, they either bring it in or keep it out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be 
in that sense, it would be just like a tie-in, just for tie-in's sake, or like a a, a cameo for yeah. no reason other. It's than a money grab it. at that point. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say they have a great i they give a great artistic idea for Avengers Four where they want Spider Man in it. Maybe, um, but I don't know. Just it's too early for do Spider-Man. something different. It's way too early for Spider Man. Spider Man was well, like. A secondary, like a B team Avengers member, like a, a reserve member for the longest until yeah. he was a, an actual member. Well, and he could be that. He could be. They could have a problem in New York. Where was he when the Chitari were happening? Right? That's what I want to know. Where the hell was he? What if? What if they did that? What if like they released a? a ma- <laughs> what if they released like Avengers whatever four or five whatever? And Spider Man is a main character, and they have like. You live in New York. Where were you during the Chitari invasion? They have like flashbacks of Spider-Man dealing with Chitari. And like <laughs> that would be really funny, really really funny. I could absolutely see like a silly flashback with him like uh him delivering a pizza while the the Chitari are like chasing <laughs> him down. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what it or, would be. Or, or him like, like uh, busy. making fun of their faces, those opening faces, you yeah, know? Yeah, Because <laughs> he would have, like, because he's the quippy one. Yeah, yeah, of course. And I'd love to see that. He would call them something along the lines of, like, a bunch of predators. <laughs> yeah. You know, why don't you cloak like the predators? Why don't you give Predator his face back? <laughs> Whoa, um, Predator called. He wants his face back. <laughs> Am I the aliens? I hope I don't bleed like they do. Something quippy, though. I'm not yeah. as quippy as those We're not writers. as quippy as Spider-Man. No yeah. way. No way. I think that might be part of his superpower, is that he's quippy. Oh, yeah. Spiders are really quippy. Yeah. Especially <laughs> um, that one in the corner. What? What? <laughs> um, this has also had, has got rumors swirling about X-Men, uh, and this is not even really like an official rumor. And what do I even mean by official rumor? Um, but <laughs> articles are also discussing the fact that uh, you know, obviously X-Men is not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and what if they brought it in as well? Um, and just just as a just as an exercise in, uh, you know, speculation, what do you, if, if they got X-Men rights back today, the X-Men are in the Marvel, they did say in that article that Marvel wants all of its characters back. Yeah, they want to play with all their toys, they want yeah, them all back. They want them all back, which <clears throat> I've never heard them state before. Um, I've, you know, cause I think they still make, they still make money when those other movies are made. Um, and, and, and yeah, but think about how much more they could make if they did it better. Yeah, maybe. But at the same time, that'd be, so you've got these that'd great, be another reboot. You've got these great, amazing people at the top of, of, of Marvel studios, but the more movies you make, the more people you've got to find to fill those roles. And, you know, uh, it's, it's, it, I think it's doable, but, um. But it would be it would be it would be hard. We've already got two Marvel movies being made a year, and that's a lot for Kevin Feige to keep his watchful eye over. <laughs> so we we, yep. we don't want to overload Mr. Feige. <laughs> but it's actually I do I do. Please make more. I want to overload the shit out of him. <laughs> um, I anyway. want him to just constantly be like reviewing scripts and being like, no, yes, no. No, yes, it yes. doesn't match up with this over here. <laughs> right. Sorry, you can't do that. You can't do um, that because of what we're doing in Captain America, like, yeah, three years from now. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean three? What are you talking There's about? There's not three? even a fifteen years from now. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like the other the the guy that submitted it is just kind of like, what are you even? What? <laughs> There's that's not even been announced yet. He's like, I know, but I'm the Feige. <laughs> 
I have. He's like he's like okay, he's like Neo in the Matrix, right? He's the chosen he one. He sees the code. He's yeah. the only one. He's the only one who sees the code. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> um, this is an exercise in speculation. If they brought if if Marvel got its hands on the X Men rights today, like we've got this already pretty built Spider Man universe that I hope they don't reboot again. As much as I would like to see Marvel's take on it. The origin story, I'd rather just not do another Spider-Man reboot already. <laughs> it's just not time yet. <laughs> it's, a, it's, um, a bit, it's a bit early. It's a bit rebooty right now. Yeah, I think the world is a bit rebooty right now. Yeah. So, so let's, 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 not, let's not say we're going to do that. But, uh, but with X-Men, I think we could reboot that. They've had nice closure with Days of Future Past. Yeah, it's like they wrapped it up in a nice, neat little bow. How would you like to see them bring the X-Men into this universe? Because in our continuity currently, it has been said that there are not, um, you know, uh, mutants. <laughs> I believe. Uh, I believe in continuity now we know there's no mutant, no such thing as mutants. I don't think they've ever used the word. Well, yeah, they're, they're not allowed to use the word. Yeah, they're not allowed to use the word. They have they so, have talked about like potent, uh, people with abilities, though. Yeah, I mean, there have been specials. Yeah. And so far, everybody's just kind of been a uh, an experiment gone wrong mm-hmm. or some sort of enhancement. Yeah. Um, I guess I guess my question is do I do you see I don't see any way they could combine combine those two universes the X-Men universe which I would definitely would not want them to I do not want those early X-Men movies to be canon What you don't you don't like the the first what was it Brian Singer <laughs> that first one in like 2000 Um it's not the worst <laughs> not the worst you're it's right it's not the worst god, the, the last stand the x3 last stand was, was god awful it's rough i really don't like those wolverine movies oh yeah i've only seen one of them and i, I didn't hate it but hate i definitely it. didn't love it. I, it I haven't seen the newer one the i think it's just called the wolverine i'd i'd, I'd probably i need to see it because i just it just it just didn't interest me enough uh, like i saw origins wolverine and like you want to talk about bad storytelling holy but like that one alone mixed with like all of the trailers and everything that I saw for the Wolverine Oh so you didn't see the Wolverine I know I haven't seen the Wolverine because I saw the trailers and I really I, I still don't want to see it like even if it were free even if somebody paid me it depends on on what they paid me but <laughs> if somebody paid me like not a lot of money to see that I still wouldn't watch it Yeah well I, yeah I I I I I will watch it probably eventually if it pops up on Netflix, but just because of, out of curiosity. But I probably won't pay. I don't want to um, waste my time on Netflix for that. <laughs> like yeah, I've got see, other I'm, shows to watch. <laughs> Not me. I'm caught up on everything. <laughs> I'm still gonna catch up on The Walking Dead. I'm like, I think I'm in season. I'm in season three, but I'm like episode 10 or 11 oh man it. what's your like problem that? what's your problem there's so much to be I don't have time. I actually I totally understand season 3 is probably the worst so it's hard to get through yeah season 4 they really recover but uh, they, they they have to recover from what they did in season 3 and it takes a while oh. and so the last half of season <laughs> 4 is great and the end the end of season 4 is so good and it's starting up soon you want to start a podcast about it <laughs> Um, There's so many The Walking Dead podcasts out there. I don't want to. I don't want to make a new one. 
Oh, it's okay. There's so many Marvel podcasts, but I love Marvel, so I'm down. <laughs> to, to finish my thought about X-Men, I would... I think I'd like to see them reboot it, but I just don't know where they should start because I really liked what they're doing with um, the first class yeah. with young, with young, but that's not the X Men story. So I'd, I guess I'd like to see uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe tackle the X Men proper, you know, uh, with uh, the, the class that you know, uh, with, with once, uh, once Xavier and Magneto are already established, you know. Yeah, I could see that. Um... What I would hold on. What I would think that they would probably be best doing, uh, just to tie it into the rest of the universe as it is, is like mutants exist, but they're like kind of Hydra, secret. Yeah, they're kind of a secret thing, yeah. and Hydra is kind of like Hydra and those other kinds of people that are that are constantly like screwing with people are trying to kind of recreate that or open that up in some people. Yeah. Because they've seen it before but it's been like, you know, few and far between kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah. that's, that's like I, I, I think I think that, that would make sense. That would work. I think like if maybe there's mutants but there's only like 50 in the world or something yeah. like that and we're just getting started to see like we've got some evil ones springing up and we've got, you know, Magneto and Professor X kind of leading the charge in either on either side. Yeah. Of course that would that, that Yeah, I don't know. There's just so much. There's so much there's so much X-Men history and it's hard to act like we've seen this much cinematic universe and haven't had an X-Men mentioned. Or a mutant mentioned. You know, if you're putting together the Avengers, you'd definitely probably get some mutants on your team. You would think so, but there's actually not been that many mutants on the team. Like, Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch were pretty much it for the longest time. Mm. Okay. Um, and that was actually even called out uh, when Avengers vs. X-Men happened in the comics uh, a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. They were like... Yeah. You're just racist. <laughs> well, like, somebody called out Cap saying, like, if you guys want to protect the world and us also because we're in the world, like, why don't you have us on your team to help? Like, if you say that we're good people and that, you know, we all should be together, then why don't we work together more? And Cap's like, oh, God, you're right. I've been such a jerk. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. It's neat. <laughs> And then they they came out with... Um, He's like, I'm an old man. I change slow. <laughs> There's lots of racism in Captain America. <laughs> there really I is. Woke up, I woke up in this, uh, in this future where whites and blacks are dating and married. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like it. <laughs> Have you heard about these gay people? <laughs> like... That's what he's dealing with. Yeah, he's he's dealing with real basic like racism and homophobia. <laughs> so this whole mutant thing's next level shit that Captain America has not dealt he's with just yet. Not ready maybe for that's, it. Maybe that's why we haven't heard of it in the Avengers universe because <laughs> Captain America is very is is just in he's, denial about this whole mutant thing. He's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You tell me that there are actually flying monkeys. <laughs> Are you I saw, shitting me? I saw that movie. <laughs> I saw the movie, and I thought that that was neat, but fake. Are you really? There are. There's a dude with wings. What? Since uh, when? <laughs> all right, well, that's Cap for you. <laughs> that's a uh, Captain America, the racist <laughs> skit by Matt and Jeff. Um, 
<laughs> but no. Uh, Why don't you just fly away like everybody else that you share blood with does? <laughs> fucking flyers. <laughs> if we do that, he needs to be played by Clint Eastwood. Because <laughs> in the, in the comic books, he they age him a bunch. Maybe he could be. I don't know. Get off my lawn. Just <laughs> Clint Eastwood from uh, Gran Torino. Just racist. <laughs> There's racism everywhere. That could be. It could be good. Uh, Captain America Six, <laughs> Grand Torino. <laughs> He's tackled everything else. <laughs> now he has to fight his own demons inside. He's fought the Nazis and the Reds. So, oh, Maya. God. So 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 racism was very widely accepted um, not long ago, and uh, my great grandmother, I believe yeah. it was, was a songwriter in World War Two. Oh man, this is gonna be a good story. And uh, tell uh, me the story. You know, I'm I'm a musician and a songwriter, and so my my grandmother found her manuscripts that she'd like actually gotten performed in Nashville and like these songs. And it was during World War Two. And they were all about just killing the Japs. Oh wow! So there's these this sheet music. Oh wow! Of music that's about killing the Japs, and that's 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 my musical family heritage. Oh my god! <laughs> right? It's oh. rough. It's rough. No, that's awesome. Right? <laughs> I need to find those. They're awful. Oh, I want to read them. <laughs> I want to be privy to this information. I'll I'll see what I can do. I'll try to <laughs> I'll try to bring those up and post them on the podcast page. Don't paste anything. Don't post anything. Don't, Don't do it. This is all just you and me. You should probably take this segment out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So um, let's get to the show. Let's get to the show. We are going to have a quick discussion of this week's episode because we've talked so much news this week. We're going to enter our spoiler area where we talk about this week's episode. We'll try not to spoil anything else in this Marvel universe. We're just going to discuss this week's episode. So if you've seen this week's episode, episode three of season two, uh, yeah, stick around. We're going to talk about that um, in three, two, one. Simmons is working for Hydra and S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra. That's right. Simmons is a double agent. Triple agent, from what it sounds like. What do you mean? Well, she's working... She's a double agent for somebody, but it's going to be another double agent for the other people. And no, she's just a double agent. Yeah, I mean, right now she's a double agent. She's going to be a triple agent later. You think she's going to join Hydra and be a triple agent? Well, she's going to be forced to with the whole like, oh, brainwashing yeah. thing. Well, they said really, that. Not really a triple agent. She'd just be brainwashed. Double agent. No, nah, it's like a quadruple agent at that point. <laughs> You add an Adriana Paliki and then it just gets sexy. I'm sorry, mm. I came out wrong. She is an attractive lady, though. I was about to go, mmm, I hope Adriana Palinki is a girl. Because <laughs> I'm, jo- I'm just joining you in your lust. I don't really know who you're talking about. This <laughs> is <just> blind following. <laughs> All right, well, this, this week's episode starts with Dr. Whitehall brainwashing Agent 13. 33. Agent 33. Don't even know who she is. We don't. We don't. But she uh, 
It, it, it just, you know, she's just a, a a foil to represent to us the idea of brainwashing and how it works. I guess so. Uh, it it takes is apparently in very uh, it's a labor process. intensive, labor intensive, and it takes, uh, and it, sometimes it doesn't take. So it's not something they do often. Is yeah. what Ward says later. Um, and then we have a really fun scene with Simmons. Yep, she just kind of like springs out of bed with like the happiest face on. Like so much spring. Wearing, I honestly wish pajamas. I really wish we didn't see last week's um, uh, next week on Shield. Oh yeah, because that would have been a seen that really beautiful moment. Um, we <laughs> yeah. we did watch the trailer last week. We even talked about it on the cast probably. So I apologize for ruining that for anyone else because. Uh, She's uh she's bouncing around, all happy go lucky, talking to the security guard. Um, yep. And, and we're then, like, sh- I'm sitting here the whole time, just like she's going into a shield base or not a shield base, but a Hydra base. She's going to a Hydra base. She's working for Hydra. That bitch. What's she doing? Why is she doing that? Mm-hmm. And I was meta. I was so meta at that point, and I I hate it. Yeah. I couldn't just like. I think I'm gonna stop watching the trailers. Leave myself. Yeah, because it, cause it, it was a really, really, really fun little, like, bouncy Simmons. It's like, I'm Simmons. I'm I wanted, like, I wanted to hear, like, day. there was that little song. I don't know. It sounded like Rilo Kylie or some sort of indie rock chick <laughs> band. Um, and and it, the music was playing, and she's bouncing. I just wanted it to be, like, a Simmons theme song. Like, <laughs> so, she's, like. That's the, her theme song for the rest of ever. It was, like, Simmons in the city. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. You want it to be like not a not a a song that goes on like our radios, but like one that involves her. Yeah, it's just about her. Yeah, yeah, it's like her theme song. Like I, I wanted it to be like, uh, just you know, a theme song. <laughs> a theme song. And there's nothing else I can say about. it. I was like trying to describe what a theme song was, but no, just well, a theme song. There, I mean, there are theme songs that are not about the show. Oh no, sometimes. I wanted it to be like. Strictly about Simmons her. waking up in the morning, <laughs> going to work, loving life. Forgot all about that Fitz guy. Um, like, I wanted it to just be just like this really silly, bouncy theme song about Simmons. Going to be a hydro wife, and then the the violins swirl into atonality as they show the hydra symbol on the back wall. Yep. That was pretty intense. I liked it. Yeah. If she, I hadn't known that it was coming, it would have been like a huge thing. Yeah, it really would have. So I think from now on, no more uh, no more of that for me. Yeah, no more um, next stuff. Yeah, no more next time on S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so same time we've got a... So she's working on Project Blizzard, yep. which is a connection to last season. Um, for those of you who watched the rewatch with, or did the rewatch with us and didn't watch the entire season, that's an episode about a young boy who was smart and Simmons and Fitz saved his life. And in the end of the episode, he turns out to have developed freezing powers. Well, yeah, he got struck by a bolt of lightning while touching this weather weather machine device. he invented. Yeah, yeah. And it's interesting to note that he invented it at the behest of Mr. Quinn, Mr. Ian Quinn. Yeah, that is that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A little so interconnectivity. It, it really, a in, in a way, more, it was rather. like he was been, he's been working for Hydra this whole time. Yeah. Um, and then Hydra like took him in at the sandbox and brainwashed him, and, mm-hmm. and then it didn't take. 
and that's why we know it didn't. Take. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't know why. Apparently, it did take because he he. They say in the episode he took the sandbox for them. Yeah. Um. So, at what point did it? What broke the uh, brainwashing? I wonder. I don't know. So, because apparently it did, it was successful brainwashing, but yeah, but it was it was unstable, is what they said. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So, uh, so at this point, that's all we really know is that for some reason Simmons is working for Hydra. Yeah. And we're very upset. <laughs> we're highly, highly perturbed. We're Hydra upset. That wasn't funny even. That's not even a joke. <laughs> um, so then it cuts to Sky <laughs> I like practicing how you just her go shooting. along with it. Yeah, that wasn't funny, but we're moving on. <laughs> gotta, we gotta keep, we gotta keep rolling. Um, then it cuts to Sky and May in a little shooting gallery, uh, working on Sky's accuracy and also working on her ability to keep the uh, keep her heart rate down while in battle. Yeah, she's got that Fitbit. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, like, Fitbit? I got one of those. <laughs> I'm working on being Star Lord. <laughs> I got a Fitbit. I don't use it. Yeah, I gotta charge up my Fitbit. Yeah, we're, 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 I don't have a Fitbit. I gotta lose seven pounds this month to make it to Star Lord by. Uh, by, by three years from now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, Sky's shooting May. May is holding a grudge with She's Hunter. She's not shooting May. That sounded horrible. Oh, my, shooting with May. Is there you go. Uh, and, 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 and May is holding a grudge against Hunter, who on the last mission shot them all. <laughs> um, with, with an icer. With an icer. That's true. So, I mean, there. at least it wasn't just... At least it wasn't like what made it to him. Yeah, it seems like the team is kind of coalescing into a team. We've got Mac and Hunter there, and May and Sky, and everyone's kind of like bantering back and forth and having a good time. I really, I wonder if any of them are Hydra. I wonder if there's any of these guys that are Hydra. I really do, because I, I feel like it's an espionage show, and they're really they're going this season with the espionage angle a lot yeah. more. They're, and I feel they're like making they're, it into like a, a super spy drama, sort of like uh, Captain America Two was, and that was a really successful film. Mm-hmm. So and it's I like just, they're making the entire show into that, but like too I, much. If they, yeah. if one of them is Hydra, too much. Well, I don't know. I mean, you've got this. Uh, you've too already much. got Simmons embedded in Hydra, and it did be almost naive to think that Hydra couldn't do the same. Well, no, you know what? We know it's not the case right now. Yep. Because Hydra just said in this they episode don't they don't know who the leader of. Who's leading Shield? Who's leading Shield? Yeah. So, so thank God. I for like that. how I like how Coulson is using the same flaw that Hydra used against Shield, which was they're just too big to control. There's too many people. You don't have a personal connection with them all. So yeah. all these Hydra agents were able to infiltrate. Now he's using that. Hydra's the big organization, much <laughs> bigger than Shield at this point, yep. and he's using that to just send. Uh, Sindar Simmons over. Anyway, so I, I, the team seems to be coming together. Uh, they're all a little mad at uh, Hunter, even though Coulson led him on the team. Not everyone's happy with that decision. It seems like <laughs> <laughs> they're all a little upset at upset at, upset at Hunter. Um, they have a bet on whether Sky went to the academy or not. Yeah, it was um, Mac and Hunter had that bet. Yeah, and I could. I don't know why that's a thing. Hmm. I don't know. Like, why do they have a bet on that? I mean, she joined, like, right before S.H.I.E.L.D. collapsed. I don't know. It's just a, it's just a silly reason for them to bring up pro- probably a little bit of exposition in a, in, a, in a, I guess, hopefully a fun way. 
They're trying to bring up the fact that she never went to the academy and that she was a... That and she that she's a, in training currently. Yeah, she's still basically in training. Uh, and I guess the the issue is, like, she probably doesn't act like a regular S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And so Maybe. they were like, well, they said she was a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. But she doesn't act like one. She doesn't act like every other so, S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. But, and, and, and Hunter must have been like... They must. She she had to go to Shield Academy because she's a Shield agent. And Max like, eh, I bet she didn't. <laughs> and they're like, settle a bet for us. Maybe it was. Maybe it was just that they wanted to show that those two characters are getting along. Yeah, I think it did. It effectively did all of those things. Yeah, it, it, it which is a good you know the good writing when you show 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 pro- progress in a relationship, you you show like. A certain how certain characters view another character, and you are providing exposition for those of you who either don't remember or haven't seen the first season. So it's like, yeah, it was, it was a it was a well written well written little piece of dialogue. It gives it a little bit of a uh, little bit of body, a little bit of meat. Yeah, makes it believable, makes it feel like a, you know a thing, a, a real situation. Who who in the scene asks Sky if she's ever killed someone? That <clears throat> was Hunter. Hunter does, yeah, and that's yeah. when May never May tells her that it never gets easier to cross someone off, which is their their favorite slang on this show for killing someone. I swear, <laughs> which I like. Uh, so Coulson returns to the base, um, and he talks about how uh, he's tired of losing the best and brightest they have to offer to Hydra. Um, all of their, you know, their Shield people are jumping ship to the only other organization probably willing to hire any of them right now. <laughs> Yeah, Which well, it's either they're either jumping ship or they're being taken. Yeah, and it, we find that out, you know, in the first scene of this episode that there's some of them are just being taken. Of course, we find yeah. out later that that's only used on high value targets. Yeah, seems well, like most people they that's where the brainwashing is happening. Most people they they're using some sort of incentives program, or um, <laughs> like last season, or they're or they're you know just saying, hey, we'll pay you to do this job that. You did for for Shield, but now for us. Yep. So or that, they just kill them. That's true. That's that's well. They, they definitely or said they that. just cross them off. They definitely said that about the gifted. They said that uh, yeah. if if a gifted person who is, won't work for Hydra is a threat, and they they cross them off. They cross them off. <laughs> cross them off. Wow, that's a deep voice there. That, that I, was I found that. I just found that deep voice. I have. Um, okay. Um, so we then we get our first shot this season of Donnie Gill. I think is his name. Yep, Donnie uh, Gill. Donald Donnie Gill. Donnie Gill, and he is in Morocco, uh, <laughs> and he is. Uh, was it Marrakesh? I have no idea. Casablanca. But well, he's the port of Casablanca. He's pretty brutal. He is. He's um, got. He's, he's really crossed dark. the line uh, to some darkness. He's crossed the line on crossing people off. <laughs> Um, and he, yeah, he really, his, um, his murdering that, that poor guy who was offering him help, really. <laughs> well, it was a guy who was offering him help that... Had sold him out to Hydra. Had sold him out. That's true. So, I mean, I'd cross him off, too. <laughs> Would you? I mean, if I had the power to turn him to ice that fast, yeah. Man, and, and when, it, when he's turned him to ice, I thought they were going to let it go, like, oh, he froze people. But sometimes they go with the whole, like, like Batman animated series. They freeze people, but then they just thaw out and they're fine. Yeah. 
But then he throws him, and then he pushes him over, he and little him. blocks of fleshy meat happen. <laughs> I just was blocks of dude. <laughs> <laughs> little blocks of dude. Yes, I that was that was gross. pretty gruesome. Pretty gruesome. <laughs> it was brutal. He's a so he is he is not the little Donnie Gill we knew He's, who lived down yeah. the street. <laughs> He's now, uh... He's so not, like, science nerd next door kind of Donnie Gill anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not since that weather machine. (laughs) Not since that Hydra brainwashing, I'd say it's more like... Yeah, probably. Um, but anyway, so he is, uh, he is, um, crossing off people left and right. Uh, just killing, killing Hydra agents, and Hydra wants him bad, but he's not, he's not giving in. He's not having it. Um... So yeah, pr- pretty intense. It might have been good to just let, sh- or like for Shield to just back off and let him kill all of Hydra. Well, maybe that would have happened, but probably not. They he probably, probably would have just, just been reset, reset yeah. to them. Which man, now that <laughs> we know Donnie hates Hydra now. Oh yeah, and well, we'll, we'll discuss it later once we get to the end of the episode. <laughs> but, um, I wonder if he's gonna come back. You know he's gonna come back. Yeah. Yeah, probably so. And he's gonna have a now. He already hates Hydra, and now he's gonna hate Shield even more for shooting oh, him. Jesus. And yeah, it's gonna be rough. Now he's gonna join Hammer Industries. So Simmons, uh, <sighs> just Simmons, um, Simmons gets a little visit from uh, her old friend Colson. Her dad, basically, her father. Her dad it. comes to visit like, and brings her groceries. And I like how he's like, sriracha and beer. Like, really? You can't live on this. <laughs> and she's just like, eh. Eh. <laughs> Other than that, you know, how is everything? Mm-hmm. And he's like, I brought steak, grass-fed beef. <laughs> Kale. Organic. Um, I didn't know I was Colson was such a... You know he cares about his body. All right, he's already died once. Yes, that's true. He's a shield agent. He's already died once. Take he care. can't afford to do that again. You only get one resurrection. I mean, that's not true. <laughs> not Marvel. Yeah, yeah, good point. <laughs> so we get a little visit from uh, from Coulson, in which I'm guessing this is when Simmons gives him the information about Project Blizzard and Donnie Gill. Yeah, and the fact that Hydra is after him. I mean, it's just basically, it's there like, let's sit down and talk about the events of the week. What's your company doing? What's my company doing? Oh, yeah. Like, what do What's I need his, to know? It's her debriefing. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to call it that, though. Dinner and debrief. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he calls it. A little bit of D&D. <laughs> <laughs> a little D&D. Oh, that's so, not what I do. Colson and Simmons play D&D. <laughs> And then uh, he so would, you know, he would. Oh yeah, probably so. He probably did. Um, not just Colson either. Like Clark Gregg probably did. Makes the next scene way more intense because after she's just met with Colson, and I just feel like you, you've got a Hydra has got to be watching their people. Yeah. And then immediately after that, she gets called to the principal's office in the next step, next scene. I mean, we call it the principal. It's not him, but. <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. Yeah, definitely she, felt like getting called the principal. She, she's like, I'm trying to, I'm gonna try to make friends. I'm gonna try to make friends. I'm gonna try to make friends. <laughs> yeah, she's acting hey, all. Hey, dude, you want to go like do karaoke and stuff? And he's like, What did you do? And she's like, <laughs> Uh, what are you talking about? I did my work. 
is it something with this thing? He's like, no, it's security. You're getting called up. Yeah. Go to the principal's office now. Mm-hmm. Because you have been spying or something. You didn't tell us that you went to our rival school. <laughs> yeah, and they... and they, they <laughs> I don't the, think that matters. The thing they're upset about is... The fact that she knows Donnie, which we think, I was sure that they found out that uh, she had met with uh, Clark Gregg's, you know, Agent Coulson. Yeah, I, I figured they had, like, her apartment bunged or something like that. Yeah. And they're like, well, who's this guy? Because that sounds like Coulson. Mm-hmm. But turns out that it's just that she knew Donnie, and they were like, why didn't you tell us you knew this guy that you were working on this project about? And she's all like, I didn't even know that he was the center of it until, like, I saw his picture yesterday. And I would have told somebody, and they're like, well, you didn't. And they didn't give her a chance to be like, well, he cut me off and walked away, so I couldn't tell anybody. It's not like I'm going to follow him and be like, hey, wait, 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 wait. I know that guy. Yeah. Because he's um, not going to care. I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely, uh, she, she had a good point. She definitely had a good point that... Um, she wasn't hiding anything. She she definitely met him before. Yeah, like, she just just found out that that was him. <laughs> like I wanted you to know. Um, so I I, I liked so far, it, it came to a head so quickly. The fact that uh, she's she's in Hydra, and they always play that out where like someone's a sleeper agent in another organization, right. and then finally the two of them end up meeting, and we have to like have some sort of uh, battle without killing Simmons, you know. But I liked how that happened almost immediately. You find out she's a sleeper agent in in Hydra, and then they are immediately on a mission with S.H.I.E.L.D. and Hydra out together. But I like that they didn't... I like that they didn't have to save her, and, like, she got ratted out in the middle of it, and then they had to save her and then take her back. Like, they kept her cover so that she yeah. could stay there. Oh, I loved it. And And... and uh, Sky taking that shot yeah, and, and that Simmons really saving wide her. shot. S- Simmons saving in quotation marks. Uh, yeah, Whitehall or not Whitehall? This other guy who we had the principal. The principal. We're just gonna call him the principal, Mister McPrincipal. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, the principal. Uh, the principal now has is totally ingratiated to uh, Simmons. And yep. he and he has every reason to trust her. She saved him uh, from Shield. Uh, he has no reason to think that she's not that she's not on the level. Yeah, but that's like way later in the episode. Let's... Yeah, yeah, we're we're we're, we're jumping ahead, um, which is probably okay. Um, well, yeah, because I mean, if we follow Simmons' arc in this one, she got called to the principal's office. She told him that she was loyal to science, and if it was that, if it turned out that Hydra is the best one for her to pursue science, then that's who she's allegiant or that's right. That's who she's uh, loyal to. And then they're like, all right, we'll prove it. Come and do this thing. And she's like, okay, what's this thing? Oh, I got to talk to this guy. I can talk to people. Oh God, it's him. Mm-hmm. Are you sure? It's Dave. Did you want me say, to go? Hydra does not have, um, and that's, it's really cold when, uh, the principal tells her, you know, then we'll have an opening in our laboratory. Yeah. And she's what like, if, well, what, what if, if he... it goes wrong? <laughs> then we'll have an opening in our laboratory. No, no. What if he's dangerous? Laboratory. 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 Um, so in the midst of all this, uh, Fitz talks to, Fitz tries to talk, 
Uh, Colson oh. returns back. Colson returns back home uh, and talks about tells everyone about Donnie, uh, which and is what he's looking for him. Yeah. And then he got it from a source, which yep. perks perks fits his ears up. And then a little bit later, uh, Sky mentions the asset, which also perks. Uh, fits his ears up like who's the source and the asset and why does everyone else know something I don't and so he starts to I don't like pseudonyms I have to find out (laughs) angronyms pseudonyms I just don't like any of them (laughs) I don't like nims I don't like nims I don't like secrets (laughs) and I don't like nims and I certainly don't like secrets of nims and not a big fan of water Secret, your secrets and them bit was good though. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I really don't like the movie Secret of Nim because it combines everything I hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <clears throat> so, uh, they uh, so nobody knows where Donnie is until Donnie just Donnie finds out where Hydra's trying to take him, and he shows up. And he just goes there. He goes there and just starts freezing, just crossing people off left and right. He crosses the whole ship off. He freezes people off, which alerts Shield to his location, and so because the the like he froze the water around the ship. That's yeah. how they knew because like the mm-hmm. ship was supposed to leave, and then they didn't. It was supposed to leave, and it didn't because the water was frozen in the in in in, in the Middle East. Yeah, <laughs> they, like in Morocco. Like, so he says, that's uh, "Kind of a red flag." He said, "Not subtle, is he? Not subtle." Um, so they force they force Simmons to go with them to round up Donnie. Yep. Um, to test her loyalty and to use her relationship with Donnie. And then our team finds out about the frozen ship because of the, because he's frozen a ship. <laughs> he's frozen a ship in the Middle East. And so they uh, outside of Morocco. Like, well, basically, everyone's converging on know, the same point, which is exciting. It really is. It's exciting. What's going to happen if Jimma gets busted? Is as a somebody's going to get crossed off. Somebody. So, and, and, and multiple people do. <laughs> Several, in fact. Um, so Jimma tries to talk Donnie down. Uh, tries to convince her to join Hydra, which, I mean, I kept wanting her to, like, give him a secret message from S.H.I.E.L.D. Right. You know, or, like, not really. I'm Come. actually working for S.H.I.E.L.D. Join Hydra, but not really. <laughs> um, Come but, with me. But it's such a tough situation because she's she has to work for them and do what they say, which is using her unique ability to get Donnie to help. She has to actually try, even though it means, you know, hurting S.H.I.E.L.D., yeah, know, giving them a weapon against Shield, and so that, that I thought I, I didn't really didn't know how they were gonna I was, treat that scene. I was thinking that she was gonna to to bring it on the like come with me because my company, my organization wants to help you. Like mm-hmm. me, my me. Well, yeah, she was. She does that Shield, and that that was all the more misdirection. Like I just yeah. didn't. We didn't know what that she was gonna lead him to do. Um. And eventually, uh, the principal starts uh, starts talking in her ear and giving her exact words to say. And yeah, because apparently he was brainwashed and can be reset with a specific phrase. That's right. And actually, we heard him say that before. He was in the second episode, and he said that to Crusher Creel. He said, take a deep breath. You're right. Yep. You're right. Clear and, your mind. And and and, and Crusher Creel said, um, 
Yeah, compliance will be rewarded. And he said, I am happy to comply. That's right. Oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that. You didn't that. catch that? I didn't catch that. I did catch it in the episode. I remember it very clearly and being like, well, that was a weird thing to say. <laughs> um, but now that now that you mention it, I, I was just thinking he had Crusher yeah. Creel over a barrel and like, compliance will be rewarded. I will comply. Um, okay. But no, you're right. Crusher <laughs> yep. Creel is brainwashed. Yep. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Yep. That's cool. That's I love that. That's subtle and fun. <laughs> I like it. I like that's, things that I don't even notice. That's that. Uh, that's that espionage spy drama thing. Yeah, brainwashing and and deep, wet, sloppy, tight continuity. <laughs> sloppy? <laughs> no, I don't like sloppy continuity. No, thank you. Maybe when you're done with it. No, thank you. I'm sorry. That was no sloppy for. continuity. <laughs> Um, do you like sloppy reused continuity? Maybe no. seconds. <laughs> that's why. I, that's why I don't like uh, reboots. <laughs> I don't. I don't like the sloppy, sloppy seconds. <laughs> so. professional podcasting right here if I've ever heard it. <laughs> this is the worst thing that we've ever uh, said. I, I liked that. I liked that analogy. That was really good. It's totally appropriate. Um, so Fitz visits Ward. <laughs> Bring it right back. Fitz finds, that, uh, Fitz finds that room where Ward has been hidden away. Yep. And um, man, that scene... I wanted so bad to hear Fitz like really tell him off. Yeah, I wanted him to just scream at him coherently. Exactly, but he can't, and you know that's what he wants to do. And in lieu so of doing bad. that, he just suffocates him. He <laughs> suffocates him. Which was also also fun. <laughs> yep. Um, and uh, in the process, he finds out that uh, basically that Donnie is brainwashed, and they're going into what amounts to a trap. They they don't know uh, <sighs> that. That they they don't know they've already lost the battle. Yeah, and they're not gonna be able to get Donnie on their side, no matter how hard they try. Um, and uh, while all this is going on, we've got our our shield team closes in around Simmons and Donnie, ready to shoot, and Hunter aims aims that bullet right at that Hydra logo, right through that Hydra logo through her heart. Is what yep. that's looking like it's gonna do. And then at the last second, May sees that it's Simmons, and she gets her revenge on Hunter by shooting him on an op. <laughs> yep. Which was great. And Shoots then, him with a live round in, yeah, in the chest. That was not an icer. <laughs> <laughs> Much she, less than an icer. She knows, she knows he has a, uh, a, a flak jacket on, and yeah. so he's, he's going to be fine. But she does shoot him with a live round, which is pretty, <laughs> pretty intense. Yeah, but it also breaks up the conversation. Because, I mean, what uh, Simmons, no, sorry, what Fitz had figured out from Ward, and yeah. then he went scrambling. I like that he went, he's got trust in Mac now. So he goes, like, running over to Mac. Yeah. And, like, gets his attention by turning off his TV when he's in the middle of Gears of War. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I loved that Gears of War um, shot. While they're playing, uh, you know, they're actually shooting people in a in a darkened yep. 
darkened uh, ship, ship and con- ship container ship. Yep. And then it cuts to Gears of War in like a very similar shot. I loved that. <laughs> I like that that um, Fitz has put trust in Mac in Mac at this point, and he like he goes running up to him, and he's like, "We got to tell him, you know, there's something wrong." In you know, however it was that he tried to say it, but he goes to him. He turns to Mac first. Well, I will say it's a little. Uh, I, I agree. I think he is growing trust in Mac, but also Mac was the only person there. No, he wasn't. <laughs> yeah, everyone else is gone. You hush. He says that to uh, Ward. Everyone's Whatever. gone. Everyone's out. Everyone's out on this mission, and I should be with them. But it's your fault. I'm not. And that man. Well, that's what he would say. If, but if he, but he, but he says he, <laughs> he says would have it a long diatribe in a in a Scottish accent, oh man, but so rough. Um, so so they that breaks up the talking, which sends Donnie and uh, Simmons running from Donnie because she says you're the same as all of them, and and he grabs her jacket and freezes it, and she like scrambles out of it and mm-hmm. says ah run away. And they're running down the thing, and it looks like Donnie, you know, just classic. A bad guy scene chasing the damsel, Here's and then the, Donnie. <laughs> then the principal steps out. Um, and he's in he, the hallway. He's like, "No, this works better." He's like, "No run." First of all, no running the halls. Second of all, <laughs> secondly, I need you to oh, God. Uh, be brainwashed again. Uh, and so he he uh, successfully brainwashes Donnie, which was pretty 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 crazy. It's like take a deep breath, clear your head, I'm gonna clear to, your mind. I'm gonna have to remember. I'm gonna have to memorize that little speech. Please don't. Oh, I'm gonna. I like that Donnie was just like no, 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 no please don't, no, no, no. and then when yeah. he got halfway through it, he was just kind of like, it's like, why don't you just reach out and freeze him, man? And I guess that was like the brainwashing was already taking hold. Yeah. Um. So now Hydra's won the day. Hydra has Donnie. And, and they're and, yeah, they're, they're, and working they're heading out. They're working on escaping, and Hydra escapes. Uh, basically, everyone in Hydra escapes, and the principal's staying there, telling Donnie to kill everyone on board. Yeah, freeze the ship. No one leaves. No the ship one alive. leaves the ship alive. And so, they're about to leave, and that's when Sky takes her first life. I don't think she took his life. She tagged him in the shoulder. That's 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 a valid point. No, I thought she tagged him right in the back. Mm, shoulder. Is in mm. the left shoulder. Because you see, it, it was he was bleeding out of his left shoulder as he was freezing in the water. Okay, cool. No, I, I did not see that. Um, so, well, that definitely then then I definitely think he's alive. If if he had a uh, if he'd taken a shot to the chest like I thought he had or the back or whatever, I I, th- I would have thought he, it's a possibility he's dead. But if it's just in the shoulder, he's definitely not dead. Oh yeah. Um, and, and and they did say that they, they haven't found Donnie's body yet, which is always like a sign. <laughs> yeah, that's always that, that like, oh, he's going to come back. is not dead. Um, so uh, then, then I, this was beautiful, and I don't know how they communicated this to each other, but uh, Sky tries to shoot at them and tries to shoot, shoots really wide, and Gemma grabs the principal and grab, pulls him out of harm's way. Like, she shoves him in the most, like, obviously telegraphed thing ever. It was so just yeah, well, cheesy. It, it was pretty, pretty genius, though, because now... Um, it was classic Gemma is what it was. <laughs> she was all like, oh, no, Her not get being out a of bad liar. Way. Yeah, <laughs> which... Like, 
She's not good at f- falsifying things. She's not good at falsifying anything. <laughs> well, um, yeah, and, and then, and, but I thought it was a beautiful, beautiful moment for uh, her to grab him and push him out of the way because now she's in. It's like that. Gra- it was a, it was a great turn for the episode for her to not get not not only did she not get found out, but she got in way deeper. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In, like in the they hydra. solidified her. Mm-hmm. And so a sky says it. Hydra leaves empty-handed, and Shield does not, because Shield got a lot of Hydra's um, cargo, s- cargo, whatever was on that cargo ship that was Hydra's. We'll probably find out over the coming episodes. Like probably Mac, find some stuff. Mac will open the boxes, and then we'll figure it out because he'll like he'll either just use it or reverse engineer it. Yeah, they're and definitely then, gonna get some sort of at least intelligence off of this ship, if oh, not yeah. some cool gear. Oh yeah, um, and 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 they they're in desperate need of cool gear. They really are. The tip of the iceberg is running out of fuel. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, that's that's relevant on like so many levels with this episode. What do you mean, iceberg? Oh right, right, iceberg. And he was talking about wasting precious jet fuel. Yeah. And they use the jet continuously. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know how they keep getting jet fuel if it's like running out like this. Yeah. How how are they? I'm sure they have some sort of supl- supplier somehow. You would think they've God, got. A, they they so. are building a network all around the world of of people that they're using. They're trying. Yeah. Um. So, um. Sky talks to May. Sky's hanging out in the bus, and she says it makes her feel hanging out there makes her feel like it was before. Yeah, uh, she was I guess in the, before all this Hydra in the madness. war room area. Man, if this much, the the Hydra revelations from Captain America two have sh- just shattered the show in such a way that every character is affected so deeply by it. Yep, I just can't wait to see what happens when when Age of Ultron hits. I'm so excited, and we can, we can talk Man, about that more in spoiler time. They're the ants. They're the ants. They're the ants. Um, so then uh, after that, Sky talks to Ward. Uh, and he, I thought it was going to be a while before he got to that piece of information about her father. I thought it was going to be a while the way they kind of teased it a couple times last episode, yeah. uh, twice so far. Um, I thought it was going to be a while, but nope, we got to it right this episode. Well, we got to it early, but it was just like a, uh, uh, Kind of just a little bit of a uh, an earworm for her, just a little drop, yeah. a little nugget for you to you know nom on for a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of work over in your head. Your dad's alive; he is looking for you. Mm-hmm. Like she goes, and we're done here, and she just walks away. But yep. like that's enough, you know. That's that's enough for her to just want to go and find Mister McDrippy Hands, mm-hmm. as you've so lovingly called him. Oh yeah, he is. He is the McDrippy Ham. Mr. McPrincipal. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't I didn't expect it to come so soon, and I'm glad. I'm glad we I'm glad I'm glad we're moving through story because I, I kinda hate when I mean, honestly, that's what That's what Creature of the Weeks are about. They're about stalling until we get to those big story points. It's when they don't have enough story to tell and they just shove things in, you know? Yeah, that's kinda what they did in the first season. They just, For sure. they stalled so hard on why Freaking Coulson is still alive, and like Which, I got tired of waiting for it after see, a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did too. I did too. I didn't mind them holding that that story off a little while, 
but that I wanted some other story at least to be going on, you know? Yeah, like, give me a reason for you not telling me the story other than, like, you've got to show me a new dude every week. Yeah, which, I'm, I'm, I mean, we're obviously, we already saw Donnie this week, so that, like, that felt like a throwaway episode last season a little bit, but we've already, this, this, this episode did not, and the fact that Donnie has a little history, so was was powerful in this episode so uh, it was powerful i just i don't know i'm a little worried though that that's gonna be the thing i mean there is there it did feel like it was a big overarching story episode yeah. with a little bit of a new guy thrown in but like he's not dead he's gonna be coming back yeah no, so like there's that possibility for that to happen and it wasn't just focused all on him yeah no, so, totally, totally with you. So that's that's kind of that's. I mean, this week was good. I was yeah. worried about this week because I felt like last week was such a. Well, the last two weeks have felt like such a two-parter that, and it was a great premiere. Uh, but I was worried it was going to go back to creature of the week again. Yeah, and it in a way it did. Donnie was kind of the creature of the week, but it didn't feel that way. It didn't feel. You know, yeah, it it was, but it wasn't at the same yeah, time. It was, but it didn't have the negative connotations of a creature of the week. There, there yeah. was definite movement in the storyline. I mean, if nothing else, just the introduction of Simmons being part of Hydra was well, a huge then, revelation. Then they capped it with you know, like uh, the principal going to Doctor Whitehall and saying, "I want to move her up because her talent is being wasted here." And he's like, "Do you trust her?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, I do now." And if that turns out not to be good, then we'll just brainwash her. Yep. So yeah, that's 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 huge. Like that's a big thing. That's a big deal. Mhm. And I mean, that being the cap of the episode or like the the end of the episode, like that little teaser, like that's kind of that's heavy, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's real heavy. Like I don't know if I can handle that. Like Fitz being broken and then Simmons being a part of Hydra just like they're toying with my emotions, man. <laughs> I like it. I like it when people toy with my emotions. <laughs> in TV shows. In TV shows. Not so much in, you know, life. Yeah. Le- less so. Less so in life. <laughs> so so in life, much like TV shows, you like deep, tight, wet, sloppy continuity. We've discussed that I do not like sloppy continuity. <laughs> the rest of those adjectives were right. Yeah. That's so gross. I don't see why this is funny. <laughs> so gross. I'm not. I'm not real up on today's slang. But <laughs> I don't see why this is funny. Um. Well, uh, I don't think we have too much to really go into super secret spoilers with this week. In the super secret spoilers, is there anything you want to talk about? Well, we'll do it. Uh, well, let's just tell everybody. Uh, we we've really enjoyed talking to you guys tonight. Uh, if if you want uh, to leave us some feedback, we would love to hear from you. At uh, we're at five seven three cast MCU. You can uh, call us there, and um, you can uh, you know tell us what you think. Tell us what you think of our theories or what we've talked about, and uh, throw in throw in some feedback for the show. We'd really love to hear from you. Yeah, tell us what Make- you think of our episodes and their episodes, and how funny Matt Coulson's is. episodes. Ah, oh, I get it. Ah, uh, oh, <laughs> that hurts. I, I literally have a headache right now, and it just came on right then. Well, uh, we're gonna go into a minute of super secret spoilers, just but probably don't probably have much to touch. Do you have anything to touch on this week? I 
really think so. I don't think so either. I think we covered most of our other Marvel news at the beginning, and we kind of covered a lot of a lot of the cinematic universe talking at the beginning. So we're probably just going to skip the super secret spoiler. We've been going a long time anyway tonight, so we're probably going to go ahead and stop. Uh, so so please uh, hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com slash mcucast, uh, mcucast.wordpress.com if you want to go to straight to our blog. Um, we're on iTunes, on Stitcher. Uh, you know, please go subscribe wherever you listen to that podcast and please 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 leave us a review on itunes uh five star reviews really really help us out getting more people listening and we'd love more people to listen more people to send feedback because we'd love to build the community even even bigger we thank everybody who's listening already um we see a lot of downloads so we really appreciate you i appreciate you i truly truly appreciate you um wait hold on i got it we appreciate you too man Calm down, Carmen. Oh no, it's not Carmen. <laughs> it was the community. I know, I know. It's your talking back. Your interpretation of the audience. I refuse to buy your interpretation of the audience. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> I wouldn't either. I think they're they're more respectable than that. Are they? Sure. If they include people like me, they're certainly not. You let us know what you sound like. <laughs> you give us your best interpretation. Yeah. Impersonation. Give me something to impersonate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I promise if you call in with your uh, your your um your uh, things, I'll edit out uh Jeff's impersonation of you. <laughs> it might be a stinger after the episode. <laughs> that's a okay, that's a possibility. <laughs> All right, everybody, we've had a lot of fun tonight. Hope uh, hope you guys tune in with us next week for the next episode. I don't think we know any titles yet. Uh, we don't we, even know the title of this one. Yeah, we didn't actually look up the title of this episode, so <laughs> we're we're bad podcasters right I now. I guess we're being bad podcasters. Um, we should know just if for no other reason, so for the future we can go. Hey, it's that that episode. Remember that episode? <laughs> Remember that one that <laughs> instead we instead of just going the one with Donnie in it. <laughs> we'll call it Donnie season two. He's gonna show up in season three. I hope for I'm, one I'm, episode. I'm I like that they're building. They're building towards something, and then they're building towards some sort of like, probably building towards some sort of team of uh, of bad guys, of baddies. Yeah. Oh, they. <laughs> well, is that a realization? It was. It was a little bit of a realization. Yeah. Um, share, please. That share. Donnie Gill, uh, that incarnation of Blizzard. Uh, first, he worked for like Hammer Industries for a while, and then like worked. Um, it was mostly just Hammer Industries, but, like, he was doing all kinds of stuff. Being a bad guy, not wanting to be a bad guy, being a bad guy, getting talked to about not being a bad guy, being a bad guy, like, just trying. <laughs> just all over the place. Yeah. But then he came up with the Thunderbolts. He was in the Thunderbolts trying to be a good guy, sort of. Bad guys doing good things, kind of. Okay. Kind of like Wolverine. But they might... Could be building toward that. Interesting. Could be. Oh, uh, we'll go into secret secret spoilers for just a second because I want to talk about some speculation. Okay. Uh, three, two, one. I got nothing. That's fine. Uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna just talk about a little bit of speculation. I have this thought uh, this week when I was talk thinking about Captain McDrippy Hands, um, Sky's father. He's a captain now. Sure. <laughs> um, I was thinking about Captain McDrippy Hands, and I just had the thought that like. What if he's just a good guy? 
Yeah, you what if Reyna? What I if see. Reyna like? Okay, so Reyna, we know Reyna as sort of a bad guy because she was working for Garrett, but not really. All she really wants is she. She's not good or bad. She's she not wants like to make people what they're meant to become. Yeah, she wants to. She wants to know more about this thing. She wants to mutate people. Possibly. She wants to use the obelisk and have it mutate people. Yep, that's what it seems. Or kill them. That's what it seems like. Um, so, I want to know, what if what if we go through all this and then we find out that uh, McDrippy Hands has just been a good guy all along? Like, um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it could be re- a really fun twist if we've got these, like, three enemies are closing in around S.H.I.E.L.D., <laughs> From all from all sides, Hydra's closing in, and you've got the second enemy coming in from the other side, which is uh, McDrippy Hands and his team of whatever they are. And then the last, as they show up, they, they confront our team, and they're just there to help. <laughs> They've just been this imposing force, and then it's like, oh, no, wait, we're good. Well, maybe they don't trust S.H.I.E.L.D., but the, you know that's the thing. That's what's a lot of fun about enemy oh, of my enemy kind oh, of thing. Yeah, yeah. A, a, a lot of a lot of cool comic book tie-ins don't happen where they just this is good guy, this is bad guy. It's like a lot of gray areas and a lot of shades in between, and then you get to end up getting team ups on either side, you know, for yeah. various reasons. Nowadays, and so I, I think that could be really neat. Uh, could a be neat a direction. Thing. I don't think it's going to happen like that, though. All right. Well, I'm just throwing it out there. If if I if I get it right, uh, you know, Jeff has to say I'm right and he's wrong. Okay. Yes. That's fair. I was going to offer you, like, a Steak and Shake shake, but... Ooh, where's the Steak and Shake? Uh, Hoover. There's a Steak and Shake? Yeah, there's one in Hoover and one on 280. I had no idea. The one in Hoover is 24 hours. Where in Hoover. It's at the corner of uh, 31 and Lorna, 150. You know where the, um, oh, where the Taco Bell is? Yeah, they did. Did they just right recently build it? In like March. I didn't know it was there. I know the block you're talking about. That's great. I used to go to Steak and Shake almost every night back in like high school. Yeah. We don't need to hear about Steak and Shake. We're both trying to lose weight. That's, that's literally what I was getting at. <laughs> that I was going to offer you Steak and Shake, but... Um, no. Can't yeah. I got to I got to look like Star-Lord in like two and a half years and uh got a long way to go. Steak and Shake's not going to get me there. <laughs> it is if that's the only thing you have all day. Okay, maybe. <laughs> yeah, except I've eaten way too much today. Um all no, right. No, I mean like if you were right. Like that's your reward. Oh, if I'm right. Okay, cool. If we're right, if I'm right, I'll get some Steak and Shake. No. Yeah, I'll buy you a shake if if you're right. Yeah, but I don't want to do that though. It's gonna be bad for me. Yeah, you can have one shake, and we're talking like it may not happen for a while. I ate 500 calories worth of candy today. <laughs> I don't need that crap. And did you stay under your uh, caloric limit? Yeah, but 500 of it was candy. Yes. Do you know how bad dinner hurt? Oh yeah, I'm still I hungry. I bet. Um, cool. Well, tomorrow I'm gonna get really on board with you. I think I'm gonna try to give up the sugar sodas. That's what that's what kills me. I, most of my weight comes from sugar sodas. Yeah. If you see all that's diet right there, yeah. but I keep going out and buying sugar sodas. <laughs> I like bought all diet <laughs> sodas for the house, and I keep like getting sugar sodas everywhere else I go. <laughs> oh man. Oh yeah. Just bring so, it down to water. 
Yeah. Well, I I will. Uh, but for these few weeks, I'm going to have to drink some diet sodas because it's going to be a busy couple weeks, and I get horrible caffeine withdrawal, and I can't deal with it right now. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, we are not even talking about Marvel anymore. We can talk about this off the cast. Um, well, you guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, please uh, come give us some feedback at the Facebook. Uh, the Twitter is MCU at MCU cast. Um, the phone number is 573-CAST-MCU. Facebook, everywhere pretty much for MCU cast, except the phone number is CAST-MCU. 573-CAST-MCU. Thanks, guys. Have a good week. Peace. Peace.